everybody to the four tales podcast i am your host kyron silva from taurus comics across the way is the perpian perpetuator of ace blade denny j quick and together we are the only place to find two award-winning blurred comic creators talking to other comic creators now we are live on twitch twitter youtube and facebook and a bunch of other places thank you for hosting us on all those programs and if you are listening or watching us thank you for your support but don't forget to thumbs to hit the thumbs up Let's just start that over. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up button. Hit the host button if you're on Twitch. Hit the like button. Subscribe on whatever platform you're using. Also, please keep sending in those reviews, especially on Apple iTunes. Those reviews help us to reach a bigger audience. Now, today we have a special guest. And it's Danny J. Quick. I can mention. How you doing, man? Very, very special guest. No, it's not me. It's not oh, me it's at not all, me. man. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, no, nah, man. It's good, to, it's good to see you. It's nice and nice and early this morning. Ready to talk some comics? We gonna I'm getting controversial today. We're gonna get controversial today with 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 our special guest. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to go ahead and bring him in. I know we want to talk about you know the comics that we read this morning, but uh, this week. But you know we can wait until we get uh, the the man, the myth, the legend in himself, the uh, the CEO and uh, founder of Freestyle Comics, the creator of Hot Shot, and many many other uh, wonderful indie properties. The man, the myth, the legend, Michael Watson. I, I'm oh, glad you wow. brought up that. I'm glad you brought up to you guys. I got you got to get controversial because I got some beef with him today too. Also, so oh, oh. we got beef uh, with this, Mike. this dude What's has up? been completely nice to me since I since we've talked about being on the show. It's been in the chat, <laughs> so polite, so courteous. Oh man, I'm so glad that you're still with us. Glad hey, you pulled man. through. Oh, hey. I respect. As soon as the show goes live, what up? Yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> Beef in the streets, live. Beef. All right, all right, all right. Fine, I'll be a gracious host. How you doing, Michael? How are you doing? Hey, no, it's entertaining. Bring it, bring it. Let's go. Oh, right, you just want to get into it? We can get into it because, all right, all right. We're gonna we're gonna talk about why you're here because you are here for a special Kickstarter. We're not normally a Kickstarter podcast, but. I agree to this for two reasons. One, I like your work. I do I do respect your work. I love your work. And two, I saw your Kickstarter video and it got me heated. It, it truly got me heated. Cause I was like, I think I know why. I think I know why. You know why? Okay, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you why actually. Let's just start off like that. I'm gonna show you why I am mad. Do you know you were blocked by this image of this uh print wall? Yes. I do. Okay, I just wanted to make sure you were aware of that. <laughs> All right, let me see if I can pull this up here because I want to know why. Why the hell is Ace Blade in your Kickstarter? <laughs> oh, All just shirtless and muscular, all up in your Kickstarter, but you can't have any of my characters on it. I mean, okay, so number one, mm-hmm. 
Look at him shirtless too. And nobody can see him right now. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Then Ace Blade's character is blocked by the print wall. <laughs> wait, where? I don't see it on the. I don't see it on the stream. Yeah, it's showing up correctly. Is it? Yeah, maybe I'm it's just you. Yeah, maybe it is. Let me see. Let me let me reshare it because I want to make sure people see this. That I mean, because yeah, I want to make sure if I'm getting yelled at that they can see what I'm being yelled at for. All right. <laughs> so I'm watching live. It, it's sharing it. Let's see. Yeah, it's showing. It's showing. Oh, okay. Showing? All right. So I guess it's just frozen right now on my screen. Maybe I need to refresh. Oh. Okay. Here, let me oh. do that real quick. Let me refresh real quick. Man, you weren't even supposed to see that yet. That's that's for later. <sighs> so he's <laughs> man. He is really behind. <laughs> All right. So we lost our we lost our guest. He was that disgruntled. Yeah. Hey, don't don't be don't be coming at our don't be coming at our guest, man. He had Joel character in his Kickstarter, and not me. Hey, man, me and Mike have a a long special relationship, man. This is this is uh, we me and Mike have been through through stuff together. We've been through uh, uh, <laughs> we've been through uh, company changes. We've been through. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't care what y'all been through. He had Joel character. And his Kickstarter video, and not me. Like, the disrespect <laughs> so, there. So, first off, this thing right here that's going on with Dan J. Quick, it was an idea that I came up with while talking to Dan J. Quick. Mm-hmm. And throughout it, we were we decided, like, that we talked through it, that Emerald Quest will probably be the best book that I have for FSK to do crossovers, at mm-hmm. least with variant characters. So... The door is open on this for anybody that wants to be in here for a spot because we also, and don't get mad, Kyron, because we got Lumberjacks in here too. Oh my <laughs> mother. I wasn't going to tell I, you. I, I personally <laughs> would love to have your character in here because I think your character, a variant of your character, I think would be great. But because of where this world takes place and what's happening here, we all just thought that this was a great because we all want to do crossovers and but we all have these different rules in our universe, so it makes it hard for us to link up because we all also want it to make sense. We don't want to just do it just for the simple fact of doing it. We want it to matter, we want to have impact on each of our worlds. Um, but we figured once I started doing Emerald Quest, that this was the easiest way to do it. And Loki came into the field because that's what we were talking about, Loki. Mm-hmm. And with the mm-hmm. variants, we're like, we can do FSK variants of some of my favorite characters from any community to get them included in it. So I'm I'm up for it. I've had a I've had a meeting with Danny. So we worked out his uh, uh storyline and backstory, and he's he's the ace of blades in our world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got mm-hmm. Lumberjacks' storyline, and it is terribly it is terribly sad. Like I cannot wait. <laughs> I gotta wait to bring it's this pop. Sad pop. and angry. It's terribly it is. sad and angry. And, and we are gonna have that. We are gonna have that. Dan, um, that Ace of Blade versus Lumberjacks battle. So, I, brother, I'd love to sit down with you and start working out how we can get your character variant in our world. Mm. Well, I'm just gonna announce it right now. Um, I'm gonna come up with a Kickstarter called uh, Diamond Journey. It's gonna star a uh, flaming shot. <laughs> flaming shot. And- Club Blade, <laughs> Spade Blade. I don't know, but <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Um, All right. Yeah, that's how it's gonna be. Yeah. I like Fling Shot. I like Fling Shot. That sounds like it'd be a good, a good story. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Bearded Wolf? Yeah, thank you for Bearded joining Wolf, us Bearded. today. <laughs> so, all right, we we kind we totally skipped over what we should have done. The proper etiquette 
is for us to have you tell us about this project about emerald quest i know i know a lot about it because like i said we've been through some things and i've i've been excited for emerald quest for for seems like years now but um you know tell us about emerald quest what is it about who are the main players and uh why should people support you on kickstarter Am I muted? Is he muted? I think he's muted. Did yes, I am. You? I was coughing, so I'm sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hotshot, I mean, Emerald Quest is a story that I've been working on just as long as Hotshot back in college. Um, I started with a couple friends in school, and we make, we were big into fantasy books, um, stories, and we wanted to make ourselves as characters or whatnot in this world, and that's that's how it started, but then it, it never went anywhere. Uh, but uh, Emerald Quest is, takes place in the world of Allianz. And Alion is a planet that is racked with war. Um, every kingdom, every country is in a, in a constant battle. And there is an emerald that actually powers the planet, that gives it life, nourishment, and all that good stuff. But this emerald is alive, and it feels all of the pain, all of the damage, all of the heartache that's being caused by this worldwide world, war that's going on. And it actually shattered the planet in a, in a giant explosion because it couldn't take anymore. And the shards from the emerald have gone all over these different continents. So, number one, if you if you like, uh, if you're a, a flat earther, this is the story for you because now our planet's flat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's several large floating um, land masses, continents, and each of them have their own magical atmosphere, um, different realms, different worlds, but they're connected. Uh, by these magical bridges, top secret, like secret entrances and things like that. Um, and this happened so long ago that people don't even like really remember why it happened. But this legend has been going around and, and half the half the planet believes it, the other half doesn't. Uh, but if you can collect all of the shards, all the emerald shards and put them back together, you'll have the power to reshape the planet in the vision that you want. So if you want it to be a world of candy drops, once you get all the emeralds, that's that's the world, and that's what it's going to be. Uh, so the kingdoms that do believe it are in this constant war, this race to get as many emerald shards as they possibly can. And our our main character uh, is Marky. She is a military savant. She is the youngest general in her queen's army. No one knows where she came from, where she's going, or who she is. Uh, but this story is really going to take you on a journey of answering those questions. She. <clears throat> Uh, became a general, worked her way up through the queen's army, and was so good at what she does that the queen adopted her as her stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. And we are, when the story takes place, we're actually a few years into Marky's service as a general. Uh, she has a sister by the name of Dominica who does not like Marky at all. That's her stepsister uh, because she's the true daughter of the queen. Uh, we have several characters uh, in this story. So the <clears throat> I'm a big fan of Robert Kirkman. Uh, so I try to tell stories like that, but I'm also a huge fan of Game of Thrones. So um, if you like, if you are a fan of that type of storytelling where we bounce from one character to another, that's kind of, that's what we're going to be doing as we have several main characters that will take you on different paths. And all those paths are going to intersect in the middle for a big climatic ending, uh, as this book is only scheduled for 25 issues. Oh, wow. only 25, as he says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I know I know whoa, 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 real quick. Uh Herb Bond has asked a question. Do we have if we have any more projects? Love black creatives and projects. Thank you for that. Uh Herb, actually all three of us have our own comic book universes. Um all of us have multiple issues. You can check out Danny's at fourthwallpros.com. 
Um, check out myself at TaurusComics.com. And definitely check out Michael's work here. He's talked about his new series. That's why we have him on here at FSKGo.com. Um, but go the ahead. New, the new website. The new website. Mm-hmm. I love it. I actually, that was, a, that was a secret that I had to keep because somehow I ended up on... <laughs> Somehow, how the hell? How are you getting, man? I ended up in an in admin page, an uh, admin group for uh, Freestyle Comics. <laughs> and I was just I was just peeping all the stuff that was going I wasn't saying nothing most of the time. I was just peeping all the stuff that was going on. I was like, oh, they got a new website. It's nice. But, you know, I had wow. to keep it close to the chest. I had to keep it close to the chest. So, uh, we're, you know. we're actually going to for, launch the website. Uh, let me see here. Uh, early uh, sometime in the middle of next week, we're actually gonna officially launch the website. I've got my my thermal printer that Lori helped me find, so now I can print out my labels and start nice. shipping the books for the Hot Shot Kickstarter. So we plan nice. on launching the website next week. Beautiful, those thermal nice. printers come in handy, man. That's it's, that's a good thing to have. Oh yeah, oh yeah, nice to have one. Look, I didn't know what a thermal <laughs> printer was until Lori told me. I was <laughs> she had to hit me to it, so. Hey, they they nice to have, man. They're really, really nice to have. Um, so man, I, I like the I like Emerald Quest, man. I've always been intrigued by it. You're you're you got a lot of stories that I like, man. Um, um <laughs> Hot Shot, you know, everybody likes Hot Shot. Hot Shot is the main guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got you know, you just got so many characters, man. You got so many stories, and and, and Emerald, Emerald Quest is one of my um favorites, especially with this art, man. I don't know if it's just the evolution of you know, chat and draw and and you getting better with time, but like it's like every time you put out something, it's just the next level. <clears throat> and then you got Laurie Foster doing uh, inks on the cover, um, on that one cover. That's that's my favorite one anyway. The um, where she did the inks and Veronica did the uh, the colors on it. It's the the double the double spread the double uh, the wraparound cover. Man, I hey, love that. Let, let me tell you about that wraparound cover. So I'm a competitive guy, especially. Uh-huh. When, when my brothers are really uh, filling somebody's art, so we were talk, we were trying to figure out like who we wanted to get for the van covers, and I was like, "Well, damn, we got to get Sean Hill. Sean Hill did a killer ass cover for us on the Hot Shot Absolutely. campaign, yeah. so mm-hmm. we got to get one of those." But per Lori, <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, we got to bring these rewards down. We got way too many rewards <laughs> from the Hot Shot Kickstarter. <laughs> you did too much, so we we had to rein it in, which I'm fine with. That's why we brought Lori on to help us with that stuff." <clears throat> So I think we only got um, three variant covers on top of the original. Mm-hmm. And um, and so Sean Hill turned in his cover. I already had this laid out. Like, I already knew what I was doing or whatnot. And yeah. Sean Hill turned in his cover, and, and everybody in the FS group was like, dang, this is tight. And then, like, <laughs> Danny Cooper, the editor-in-chief, I'm talking to you, Danny. He changed it to his profile picture. He was like, Sean Hill murdered this cover. And, like, he was like, he decimated this cover right here, Sean Hill, amazing. And, and you know, that's what Danny's supposed to do. He's supposed to promote the books. He's supposed to promote the art. But I'm going to tell you, I took that kind of personal. <laughs> <laughs> so when I went to go back and finish my pencils, I put in work. And I was like, Lori, I need you to kill this on the inks. Veronica, do your thing. So I, I, I took it personal. And I wanted to take the title back from Sean Hill. <laughs> hey man, I I love like the professional um competition for, of artists, man. I know um you um dang on my, my homeboy uh Wally McNair. 
mm-hmm. we had him on the show. He has a professional rivalry with with people that you might not even know. And I know Kyron, you know, he takes his he takes his uh, his work <laughs> he takes his work professionally uh, and and personal too. Um, I try to. But uh, all of y'all, uh, Sean Hill, Sean Hill is doing the thing, and um, mm-hmm. what's his name, Marcus Williams, they're, yes. they're doing the thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, every time I see it, man, I just love it that y'all are trying to raise the bar and trying to, uh, you know, find the right combinations to, to to attract people to these books. And it's working. Yeah, man. And like, like I said, and Sean was completely oblivious to that. That was just my own personal vendetta. When I saw sure. Danny post, I was like, oh, you like that, huh? And like, that's the goal, right? You're supposed to like it. <laughs> I took that all the way personal. And I was like, yeah, we're going we about to put in this work. Let me, let me put on my damn glove here. <laughs> that's a power glove book. right there right <laughs> now i do want to give love to the artist of your book uh james gage right yes that- yes yes okay. and is this his first time doing a comic or this is his first time doing a comic book ever man nice and he no. did it all um he did it all he did the um the drawing the inking and the coloring he did it all in a program called metabang on pro on um ipad Mm. What really? Wow. And, and MetaBang is a completely free art program on iPad. He did this oh. entire first issue in MetaBang. The, look at look at Danny. Down. He's all like, "What? What? Yeah, I know. He's looking free. Right. Let's get it. Let me go find my <laughs> iPad real quick." <laughs> man, so, that's that's amazing. Like I've, the artwork that I've seen, man. It's the tools are getting so good, man. And um, like I know Adobe Max just had their conference, um, this I think two weeks ago, and they're bringing out some new new features so that you can do 3d uh, work in in illustrator and in photoshop a lot easier and the tools that we have at our disposal you know are just amazing but i know i, I see you doing the traditional stuff too still and i know mm-hmm. Kyron does traditional work do, do you think it's important to keep keep those uh traditional roots to be able to to still do um pencil to paper oh uh, absolutely um i think there's I think my line work is actually better traditional. I have not yeah. found, while I, I do love the digital and it's so much more convenient, I have not found the brushes that I can replicate my, my the pencils the way I want to yet. Um, mm-hmm. So when I do get to knock the dust off of my pencil and paper and get to go back and draw, um, I think my drawings are stronger. But then there are tools in the iPad that just that makes the finish of the drawing stronger than I can with my pencil. So I'm hoping... Um, I, I know I've you know through our community that I'm able to find a couple brushes to do it the way that I I want to or whatnot. But uh, like Charlie and Moana have me on their Kickstarters, um, and Charlie had a Kickstarter specific for sketch covers. Uh, so uh, we were I was drawing on, oh here it is I was drawing uh, on Spider Squirrel Thunder Woman. Oh, wow, uh, nice. he had ordered this, and uh and this was another competition thing. Uh, he was talking. The owner, the creator of Thunder Woman, was talking about how Fish Lee draws the best Thunder Woman before on, on Chat and Draw. Before <laughs> he was he on, started not drawing. on Chat and Draw. <laughs> I was like, look, I show? stopped the show and I was like, "Hey, man, we got a show first. I'm married to straight promoting a whole nother artist on my show, Chat and Draw." And Fish was in the audience watching, and Fish was like, "You right." I do draw the best Thunder Woman. I Whoa. said, "Let me put on my glove." <laughs> Michael Jordan Watson here taking everything personal. Exactly, exactly. He said, "I took, I took that personally." I took that personally. Especially through Wonder Woman, and I took that personally. Forget it. Though. I like it. 
I'm using. I'm stealing that from you, Kyron. I'm using that. That's Michael Jordan Watson. Michael uh, Jordan. Now on. Dude, but it's but it's it's so much fun because I have nothing but respect for Fish. Fish is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing artist. Uh, the animated trailer. Uh, my uh, intern had had started that, so it was about fifty or sixty percent finished, and I was able to talk to Fish because he could replicate the style, and he finished it for me. But oh, he wow, did it man. in two days. Dude, Fish quick. is so fast. He's yeah. so fast. It was 10 frames, 10 frames. He did in two days and we got that trailer done. So fish is yeah. beyond amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Fish, yeah. Is, fish is so um, fast. I know he's going through some stuff right now. Shout out to fish, um, mm-hmm. you know, get better, um, you know, and, and, and get back to work, man. But um, it's, it's the community that we have is so dope, man. And I just, um, you know, I've been taking, trying to, trying to get these ace blade books done. So I haven't been, you know, as as connected as I as I want to be, but you know, it's great to just have people that you can reach out to 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 do projects and to work with. And um, you know, I think we got to keep. I think we just got to keep building it, man. Dude, um, and I love that I got to read Ace Blade uh, number five early. Uh, that was fantastic. I was very excited about that issue. Daddy Kyron, I'm sorry, that's your host. You need to talk to him. Look, you need to talk to him. You know what? I'm just gonna sip my tea because y'all nah, just Kyron be have a love fest Kyron, going on, man. See, Kyron be hating though. Like you send you send Kyron some stuff and he'll be like, "Hey, I don't like it. Just throw the whole book away. <laughs> throw the whole book away." Okay, and I only said that about two issues of Ace Blade. That's all. <laughs> only, only two. That's fifty percent. <laughs> there was only four issues out at the time. Does I never said that about Lumberjacks? Damn. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Damn. No, but you know, it's just it's good to have to know, you know, which person to send stuff to if you what kind of feedback you want. I'm just but, um, I always give real feedback. I will criticize you as good as I can, and I will also compliment you in the best way absolutely. possible. But I'm not gonna absolutely. sugarcoat things. That's all. That's absolutely. what's up. I definitely respect um, and appreciate that. One more thing before we get to uh, you know, our quick takes and our 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 uh, pre-planned stuff. Um, you, you guys do something cool with um freestyle. You have your your verse order. You have so um this Emerald Quest book. If people look at the cover of it, it says verse five, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's something that I think that is really cool. Um, I've heard Danny and, and you talk about it before, Danny Cooper. Um, can you tell us what that is? Um, tell us why you decided to to start doing that on your books. Well, well number one, it, it, number one, it's our ultimate chief. Because uh, we all want a large book, uh, a large book of numbers of issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so we were having this problem where we were thinking small and thinking. While I, while I definitely love to say that I think like Marvel and DC when it comes to the promotion and putting the books together and stuff like that, we were. I was also personally thinking too big and grand when it came to releasing books. I always felt like when Hotshot came out, I needed to have Vigilance, I needed to have Hot and Heroes come out at the same time. Well, that never worked. It never happened. It was it was too much. And, you know, whenever I went to shows, people would be like, oh, well, where's the new Hotshot issue? I'm like, oh, well, we, Hotshot isn't out yet, but this is a new Heroes issue. Or they'd be like, where's the new Heroes issue? Because I got the other three. And I'm like, well, the Heroes issue isn't out. This is the new Hotshot issue. This is what we have out right now. And so amongst the, the many times that I, I've talked to Danny Cooper, um, we decided that... Uh, there should be a release order to the entirety of our books because we are building up to an event called zero of an emergence that's happening. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's, um, it's actually our first. Let me guess. Danny knows about this too. 
damn it. it Kyron, if you didn't know, <laughs> we we were both working in the same company for a while. And, uh, we did. We did. I got some good. I got some good input, especially on the the titles that I really, really like. I was always mm-hmm. asking questions. Oh. And, uh, they, didn't call me, they didn't call me Team Spoiler Alert for nothing. Just I'll just say that. Danny right. definitely believes a closed mouth does not get fed. So, um, right. so with zero of an emergent happening, that's going to be like our first crossover where we're saying, yeah, you should, you need to read all these books in order. Um, it's it's shaping up right now to be an eight part story arc across all the FSK books. Um, and we were like, well, all the books are leading to this moment. All the books are leading up to this event, whether it's Easter eggs or breadcrumbs or, you know, big, big reveals that are happening. So how can we get people excited to read these books in order and be ready for this crossover event? And we started looking at how we were dropping the books, how the books were being released. And we're like, well, we call it the hot shot verse. All the books that are, um, with the exception of Spider Squirrel, because um, it's in its own, it's on its, in its own universe, um, mm-hmm. we call all the other books the Hotshot Verse. So, why don't we just foreclaim that the Hotshot Verse is one big ass comic book series? Marvel does it mm-hmm. all the time. Marvel will take a Spider Man book, mm-hmm. relabel it a number one issue, but on the inside cover in the credits, it's really issue seven hundred and ninety five, <laughs> but it's a number one issue. And then when they hit eight hundred of that issue. They'll go back to the regular number of 800. So we were like, well, what's, what's our version of that? So when we go to the show, we say, this is our newest issue of the Hotshot verse. Not mm. the newest Hotshot, not the newest Heroes, not the newest Vigilance, the newest Hotshot verse issue. Now, do you have to read the books in those orders? You do not. Yes. You absolutely do, do not. If you, <laughs> if you just want to get your Hotshot books or you just want to get your Vigilance books, you are more than welcome to do that. We just feel as uh, as creators that if you read it in this order, that it makes more sense and you'll get some of the stuff that happens um, in the emergence. So we've we See? added the verse count to it. So it's like a chapter. Um, we also I'm a big fan of the MCU. So mimicking their style of storytelling with how they release movies is how we're doing our comic books. So Emerald Quest is verse five, although it's the newest issue to come out. But we feel like where it fits at for you is chapter five. Especially when we when we reveal how Emerald Quest is connected to the Hot Choppers. See, this is this is this is information for me because I've read all of Hot Shot, I've read all of Vigilance, I've read all of uh, Heroes International, but I haven't read any of Emerald Quest stuff. Y'all have been really really uh, tight lipped about uh, Emerald the Emerald Quest actual story, um, you know. So I didn't know that this, I, and I knew about you know Zero Event, but I didn't know that Emerald Quest was going to be connected to that at all so um this is this is dope to me like i you know it makes sense that the other three would be connected um to the zero event but i didn't know that this one was going to be so that's 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 news to me yeah it makes us uh i don't know i mean we're all geeks we're all fans um and i just want to have fun making comic books even if only three people enjoy reading what we did and and, you know and they connected the dots I only know of two people since we've dropped Hotshot that connected that the first page of issue one of Hotshot is the first page of issue five of Hotshot. And that this fight has been that whole thing, that issue five is the whole fight for the book. I only know of two people that connected that dot. So, And I'm fine with that because that's an Easter egg. That's an Easter egg mm-hmm. that, you know, you discover if you've, uh, you know, sat down and read all of them. Like one of my friends who 
read the first issue, came back and got all of them and read them down. And then he said, was like, you're telling me that the first issue is actually where issue five is? And you guys just went back and, and told the backstory? Like, yeah, yeah, not everybody catches that or whatnot. So um, Emerald Quest being a fantasy story and where we have everything kind of lined up, I, I absolutely love fantasy. Absolutely. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Love Game of Thrones, Willow, King Arthur, all that stuff, man. So uh, we wanted to do our version of that. But I didn't want to just do it. I just didn't want to put this story out here. I was like, how can we fit this into the Hot Choppers? How can we make this work? And I'd have to say, I'm, I'm pretty proud of the connection that we made uh, with it. The 25th issue is going to be a big deal for us. It's going to be I, I mean, it's not a spoiler. It's going to be a big ass final fight in the twenty fifth, and that will probably be the, uh, and that will probably be our first time of doing like maybe like a sixty page, a sixty page book, um, for the first time ever, or whatnot for us. So uh, it's going to end in a big way, and when it comes across to the other books, the waves are going to be felt. I've always wanted to be able to say stuff like that and say we've been building this up for years but I want you to actually be able to see it. Like if you read the books, you'd be like, damn, they have been working on this for a long time. Like this has been a part of their, a part of their narrative. Not when Marvel says we've been building this up for 50 years. And like, no, you didn't. You just did this last summer in, in, a, in a boardroom. And now y'all did all your marketing for it. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, I guess this is the time that Danny wants to do his, his quick take. So are you ready for that? I am. I am ready. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time to get controversial. What? 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 Controversial. It's You're time doing... to get controversial. Um, doing introductions now. Okay. This is. Uh, so, if y'all can't tell, uh, me and Mike have have history. Okay. Um, and uh, and you know, with 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 my quick takes, I like to ask. Hard hitting questions that uh, that you gotta a- answer on the spot. You gotta give your honest opinion on the spot. And uh, I know I know about Mike. I've you know I've studied studied the man's work, and uh, I've studied his past and his history. <clears throat> and these questions, Mike, they're gonna get controversial. But I want you to give me your true your true opinion. Oh God, okay? you are hyping this way too much. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get. Only get your true opinion on these five questions, and you got 45 seconds. Oh. So here we go. This is the first okay. question. Question number one Is Avatar the last airbender in anime? Yes. Yes. Western anime. No, you can't qualify Western anime. It's, anime our, version, anime. it's our version of an anime. You asked me to answer the question, man. <laughs> Is it a Western anime or is it an anime? Do I if I scroll, if I open up and search anime, am I gonna find Avatar Black? Yeah. So you consider it amongst the greats, amongst the Akiras and well, that's a the, whole different question right there though. I, I, I absolutely do. Absolutely. I know Avatar is one of my favorite shows of, of all time. Um, one of mine too. Part two of the question, Korra or Aang. Woo! Egg, baby. I gotta stay with egg. <laughs> gotta stay with egg. Gotta stay with egg. I just threw that one on there just because. Um, What's I going on, Robert Cora. Jeffrey? What I up, Robert? Cora, what up, Lonzo? What's happening? What's happening? Um, 
but yeah. All right. So question number two, and you already got a sneak peek of this one. I want to know what do you think when you see this picture? Tell me your thoughts on this. I think I'm going to make a lot of money because they draw a lot of people to their wall with that print wall. And I'm going to steal about half or more of their customers. Absolutely. I love, I, I love your perspective on this. Cause I used to, I used to be one of the guys who was like, yo, these artists got all this, uh, all this space and selling all this, uh, merch, but you know, here's little old me, but shoot, I'm a salesman, buddy. <laughs> if you <laughs> come near my table, I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing you. I'm getting you. Absolutely. You're grabbing especially with consent. Huh? Especially if That's I it. see you buying a Batman, I'm going to say, hey, if you like Batman, you're going to like Ace Blade. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, question number three. What is more important, indie comics or mainstream comics? Wow. What's more important? I don't feel like you can have more than one, one without the other one. I think if you're looking at the time frame right now, indie comics are more important because mainstream comics have laid down the foundation, fucked it up, then relayed it, messed it up, and now we get to take it and we're taking it to new levels because now studios and other publishers are looking for that new original content, that new creator content, and that's where we've stepped in um, and been providing that. A lot of creators have been getting opportunities because you know, Marvel and DC and Image have been dominating the foreground and they want something new. These studios want their own thing, their own verse they can build. So I'd have to cheat and say indies in this timeline, right? In current. In this timeline, you got some, you got some variant timelines that you're going to? Is that part of Emerald Quest? (laughs) Oh yeah, you saw me correct myself. (laughs) I saw Emerald Quest. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Question number four. And this is the one's gotta go. So Pick one of these to disappear forever, and one you get to keep the whole uh, the whole genre. All right, here we video go. games or movies. One's got to go. Those are my crutches. <laughs> <laughs> one of them got to go. You only got. He said it was going to be controversial. Damn it! Oh, video games, man. Ooh. Video games got to go. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I watch I watch movies. I watch anime. I watch TV while I'm drawing. Wait, wait, but he didn't say anime is part of the movies, though. Anime no, movies too, though. Animes make movies. Oh, all right. Man, I And I haven't played I haven't been playing a lot of video games. There haven't been a lot of video games that have inspired me to want to play. Um like the latest one has been Ghost of Shishima of Shima, but that came out a year ago. It was but it was so I thought you were going to pick um, to keep video games because I know me personally, I get a deeper satisfaction um, out of beating a video game. Like playing a video game to me, even and, I, and you're right, I haven't had a chance to do it nearly as much as I want to, but playing and beating a video game is more of a deep satisfaction uh, for me. For me personally. No, and I absolutely agree when it's the right video game. Drake's Uncharted, oh my God, all those games are amazing. Uh, I even love the spinoff game. Final Fantasy X, um, God of War. Uh, you know, there, there's games that I just buy that like I never intend on trading. I still have my PS2 games. I still have my PS3 games just because those games were just amazing. But when if I got to think about like emotional content that pulls me in, because like I wear, I wear my I wear my feelings on my sleeve, 
And, you know, I in game, I cried like three times at in game, man. I cried three times at in game. Like I can that. only remember crying once playing a video game. And that what was game Final Fantasy 10. Final Fantasy 10? Yes, when I found oh, yes. out that old boy was a ghost at the end of yep. it after all that fighting, mm-hmm. I I was crying at the end of that game. Now hey. I've been emotionally pulled into games and invested, but I get more emotion out of watching movies than I do gaming. I want you to play a game called Paper Mario Color Splash. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that game made me and my son cry. Like <laughs> we're sitting there playing it. And this, you know, Paper Mario is a light, a light game. Yes. I guess a funny game. But the end of that game, bro, I was sitting, <sighs> I was sitting there messed up. <laughs> I was messed up for the end of that game. Okay. All right, now this is the real number five. Number five, question. And Robert's five. right; it is a tough decision. They're, they're both grand tools for storytelling. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. All right, um, question number five. Wait, and, wait, uh, I got to, I got to get in a better position. I want to hear the answer for question five because that is controversial. <laughs> this, oh, is, this is the real. This is the real controversy, man. For for I, so actually, long, people, we're not even going to do the clock on this one. <laughs> people have been asking me about you know what happened with short fuse and. And, uh, you know, all of that stuff that went down with it and all that stuff. But my question to you is, would you do it all again with short views? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would not be where I'm at. I would not know what I know. I would not have the experience that I have. I would not have the audience that I have. I would not have anything that I'm at right now without the without my journey with short views. I mean, I've had a I've had an inter- entire adventure that has led me up to this point but short fuse was definitely a key moment in that Mm. there's yeah there's absolutely no way like the knowledge alone from working at short fuse is is worth doing it again absolutely and that's what i tell people i mean i think a lot of stuff in life is is about your perspective and you know that some everything's not gonna work out everything Mm. is not gonna work out um you know all the time but you can take your experiences and the things that you learned and you know take them with you and grow in the next in the next phase man like the 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 one the main reason that i came to short fuse in the first place was because i hate shipping books i hate dealing dealing with the logistics of um knowing who ordered something making sure that i have it in stock making sure that i package it correctly and get it to them that whole Mm -hmm. process i hate more than anything but the two and a half years that I was with Short Fuse, that's the one thing that I've come the farthest on, right? Mm-hmm. So, not, not, and not just that because also how to how to make a book with uh within a budget. I learned how yeah. to do that. I learned how to, like I said, now I'm not as bad at shipping stuff. I got everything that I need here. That thermal printer, you know, uh, Sean Sean showed me a you know a cheap and effective way to ship books properly. But you know that thermal printer is just that next step. So I agree with you. I, w- I would do it all again. Um, yeah, like, way the ship books properly. But um, it's a you know, it's just a learning experience, man. So you know, um, I saw that Sean was recently back online again. I know he's not doing comics no more, but you know he out here making sandwiches. So that's so that's good. Yeah, sandwiches look good. But, uh, but yeah, like I remember when I first got on short fuse and Sean was talking to me about my hot, the hotshot Kickstarter and how we're going to do it. And, and, and Sean was like, all right, so I'm pretty sure, um, you know, from all the 
the Kickstarters we've done, we can bring in about three or four thousand um, dollars with our audience. How much do you think you could bring? And the first thing I'm on, I was like, four or five, easy, baby, easy. <laughs> and Sean was like, all right, cool. So we should set like a, a six, seven thousand dollar goal. I was like, bet. He's like, all right, well, while we get the Kickstarter ready, I need you to do this. I'm, I'm gonna start laying down the page for you. Um, check your check your social media. You know, start reaching out. Um, if you can get a hundred people to share this one thing, then you know you, you know we're on the right path. And and I couldn't get ten people to share this damn thing. And so mm-hmm. as we're getting close close to Kickstarter, it came it came more self apparent that I do not have an audience online at all. I do not. And I had to figure out and define what my audiences were. I'm thinking I could bring in this money because of my comic book convention audience, because I can go to a comic book convention and sell. Mm-hmm. But comic book convention audience don't go to Kickstarter, not not nearly as many as we want. They are at comic book conventions. I'm pitching to them face to face. This Kickstarter is a representation of me and Short Fuse. I don't get to pitch to a bunch of people and, you know, guess and see what they're doing and turn turn left when they're going right to bring them back in. This mm-hmm. is solely people on Kickstarter that donate and buy from Kickstarter. I don't have that audience. Sure Fuse helped, like, I, I can admit, I, I can be very arrogant at times. And Sure Fuse helped me admit that and see fault in that because I didn't know what my audience and my reach was. And I had to work on that. Hence why uh, you can literally track my me coming to Sure Fuse to me starting to do live streams all the time, coming online and talking with people. That's on the track record because I'm trying to build my online audience um, and trying to build up stuff for Kickstarter. When Sean was like, yeah, people that shop on Kickstarter will research you. They'll look you up and see how many Kickstarters you've done to see if you're new to Kickstarter, if you're old to Kickstarter. They'll, you know, they'll look up all this stuff. And I was like, oh, really? So I got invested in Kickstarter because I never really was in Kickstarter. So I just figured it was a platform where people just give you money for projects. And it is not like that at all. It, it is a whole different beast, just like comic book conventions is different. And websites are different. I didn't have anybody mm-hmm. checking for me for a website. But that Short Fuse website was popping because people were checking for us. People were ordering books. So, you know, we want to, you know, we want to make sure that we have all those assets in a basket. And, um, you know, just from growth, from, from, learning things, learning about, you know, my last publisher that I was with was not the best. And, and a lot of people know that, but Sean is smart and he knows a lot about business and he knows a lot about comics. And when I have a conversation with Sean, that, that was the difference because I wasn't going to do another publisher again. But when I had a conversation with Sean, which was several about the business of comic books, Sean was saying all the things that my publisher should have been saying. And they have experience in sales. But Sean is saying all the right things. And he has a clear understanding of the business of comic books. And I was like, well, this is somebody that I need to learn from. I mean, outside of the you know experience I've already had in game, I'm not saying I got everything from Short Fuse. But where I'm at right now is a big part. And thanks to Short Fuse. Absolutely. Some great information, man. See, that's why I had to take off the timer because I didn't want you to just be confined to just that 45 seconds. No, because that was a lot of information that you both gave out. So that's why I was like, I don't want the 45 seconds. I want you guys to be able to just expand on that as much as possible. So, uh, yeah, um, we're going we're gonna to do a documentary someday. About all, right. <laughs> all right. Absolutely. 
right. Well, that wow. was Danny's quick takes brought to us by Emerald Quest and the Flat Earth Society. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Mike Lancet? And now, a word from our sponsor. And now, back to the show. All right, we got a hey. what's up, Mike. We got a message from Massive Panda. What's up, Mike? What's up, everybody? Just gotten here. Mike preach about getting an audience is completely in the dark about these social media algorithms. Definitely aren't helping him. So hey, I guess um, you Mike, Mike, any... Mike, Mike, Mike good, all though. you gotta do, all you gotta do is just be present. I know you got like a, um, I think last time I checked, I think Mike has like a third shift job that he works and then he draws in a day or whatnot. Damn. I'm like, all, Mike's book is amazing. All he has like, to do is be present online. Just just pick a day or two to be consistently online. And, you know, people know you're always going to be online with that because you do it every single week. And your your presence will build up. Your your social media will build up. A third job. Is he like one of those Jamaicans from a living color? <laughs> no, I mean, a, a third, a third shit. <laughs> like, he's got, uh, he's got crazy work. Oh, gotcha. Why he's okay. not online a lot. I just read uh, Masters of the Edge four also, and it was uh, it was great. Like uh, that whole series, man. I'm I'm so proud of Mike for for uh, for his for his work, man. The art has been phenomenal. The story is great. It's yes. uh, it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite. I mean, number five. I just read number five. It's um, it's one of my favorite indie series uh, right now. So uh, yeah, please just keep making books, man. I was thinking about. I was literally thinking about using my TikTok as the platform to kind of push other people's content. Cause I know people don't, don't have the time to market into, into, uh, you know, to put content out there for themselves. So I might start doing that because there's these, there's some really great stuff out of there, out here. Um, have y'all heard of this? There's a book called Shaman's destiny. I don't know if y'all ever heard about it, but, um, nah, never heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, that man, it's pretty good. Like it's pretty good. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I hate yeah, you man. so much. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I know you all this time, bro, and I never heard. I never heard of Shaman's Destiny. The weirdest thing is, everybody knows me as the 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 Asian female chick kick comic book, but I got seven other issues with black characters that nobody ever talks about, and maybe that's my fault for not marketing them well. Mm. But I'm like, damn it, dude! <laughs> I didn't know you had seven issues of it. Yeah, I got six issues of Shaman's Destiny, and then one issue of Ruby from Planet Oz. Mm. Yeah. yeah um mike just start off small man just start off small and do something that works for you but you gotta at least get online on social media at least once or twice a week consistently and that audience will build up for you and you know while we're talking about mike he is also the artist on our um newest title zero event um that's coming out that victor Jeez. wrote Whoa, um, wait, that, wait what huh what did that happen huh? is this a, a spoiler exclusive team spoiler exclusive here what <laughs> Yeah, he, we actually just, Veronica just finished the colors for it, and okay. all it needs to do is be lettered, and right now, with all the projects that we have, we're just trying to figure out where it fits for a release date, but we're about to get ready to get them started wait, on the second Wait issue. a minute, wait a minute. Oh. The, the one that you showed me with IT, that's Mike? Mike drew that? No, 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 not that one. Mm. I drew that. I could have saw that was you. But yeah. <laughs> it was a okay, mic, just not that mic. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so what what Mike Lancet is drawing is you know how we talk about the zero event throughout all the books or whatnot through hot yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going back to that event. We're showing you what it is. With we justice. have to show you how, yeah, with justice and the okay. original heroes international. So we have to show you what that is before we can do zero event emergence because that's connected. 
um, to it. Mm. Okay, I haven't oh, seen wow. any of that stuff. I don't know. I don't ah, know why. There's something why you haven't... don't know. Good. <laughs> I don't know why I haven't seen any of that stuff, but I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you, Kyra. I'll send it Thank, to you. Yeah, there we no, go. There no, we go. No, that's that's all that. I wanted. That is all I wanted. Doing, something that Danny doesn't that. know about. That's all I wanted. <laughs> we're not doing that. Mm. We're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. I need to see those pages, man. No, but uh, if you are interested in starting a TikTok, definitely follow Danny. He has built a huge audience on there. Uh, Reach out to him so he can give you some tips on that. TikTok is uh, TikTok is great, man. It's um, you know, but just like with anything, it's about being consistent and you know, um, following the trends is you can do it. Mm. But um, you got anything else? I know, Kyra. We we usually talk about the comics that we. We've been reading. I was just, I just was talking about Masters of the Edge. That's one that mm-hmm. I read this week. And um, um, Mike Tenner's book that I got through Kickstarter, the uh, Midnight Highway Two. Okay. Um, that one I read this week, and that was that was pretty good. The art on that is is amazing. But I've been reading this. I've been doing some some research. There you go. On this right here. Go. Um, I don't you know. Apply. I did. I put in. I put in my application. And um, you know, I wrote a little a little script that I, I'll probably be showing off to people, if it, especially if they don't if I don't get accepted, I'm definitely gonna be sending it to people. See, I just but, can't um, find the time to finish my script. I have the idea and I plotted it out, but mm-hmm. I just can't find the time with everything else I'm doing right now. Find it, man. You're right down the street too, ain't you? How how far is um how far are you from Burbank? About eight hours. Oh, really? Jeez. Yeah. Is California that big? He said down Run, the <laughs> Do you not <laughs> go look at the map? California was stretched from like Florida to North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Jeez, yeah, that's a that's. My a... man said you right down the street, eight hours. That's not down the street. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I know I didn't know I don't know where Sacramento is, but uh, I would imagine I thought it was closer to actual stuff in California. I mean, like, no, I am about an hour and a half, two hours away from uh, San Francisco. Um, like I said, about eight hours or so, depending on traffic. From the LA area, which is where Burbank is, you might as well fly. That's how I drive. I got I got my brother and my dad live in that LA region, so we're about to go visit them soon. Well, I, I definitely got a couple sneak peeks to show y'all. Okay. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's what we're here for. That's what we are here for. That's what we're here for. <laughs> I know, I know when Mike gets online that he likes to share stuff, man. So hey. he likes to share stuff with you, apparently, just not with everybody. <laughs> nah, Mike be Mike be holding holding on to stuff. Mike got a whole bunch of him and Danny, him and Danny Cooper right. got so much content that they can just share stuff, you know, in inboxes. But then when you get on a show, they got more stuff that they want to show. I'm I'm here for it. They like Oprah. <laughs> I got stuff for you and you and you. Well, we just kind of figured until we get to the level that the big studios are on, you know, there are there are some things we definitely want to keep to ourselves because um, we don't we want you guys to enjoy the story experience. But who out here like we out here making comic books and I want people to get excited about it. And, you know, and honestly, sometimes the best way for people to get excited about it is for people to talk about it. Oh, uh you got a question there, Danny, in the chat. You want to answer that? Um. The trade paperback. Yes, that's the um the heroes welcome, the um the the um the icon trade. It's um there's a lot of there's a collection of a lot of stories in here. The heroes welcome is in here, and um yeah, I got it on Amazon actually. 
and Amazon doesn't usually do too well with uh, shipping trades and stuff like that. But this was one that I that I found on there that I I had to have. So, okay. um, yeah. And then we got let's see Victor's writing is no joke. Is that Victor Dandridge we're talking about? I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah, we got to get him on the show one day, maybe for season two. I mean, he's a, they say he's the hardest working man in comics. You know? I know. We got to find some time for me, though. I mean, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to steal that. In 2022, I'm trying to steal that. <laughs> I'm trying to steal that moniker. I'm going to steal it. All right. I'm going to be the hardest working man in comics next year. All right. <laughs> you want to steal um, most epic or most enthusiastic person in comics also, also nah. after that? or No, nah, I can't. I can't touch that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't touch that. My man, my man uh, comes with a megaphone to to the comic book. <laughs> I can't, I can't be more enthusiastic than that, dude. I I know I know a cat that used to do that at conventions, and then a uh, the vendors told him that he had to stop because he mm-hmm. was just too loud. So uh-huh. yeah, you got you got to know your grace with it. Um, I only do it at the bigger bigger shows, and then like at smaller shows, I'll ask if I could do it in certain areas, or you know, you also got to read the room. Um, when you're doing that or whatnot, but uh, so this what is, is a pin- this is a crossover pinup I did with uh, Charlie. Ooh. So if you donate and pledge uh, back the Spider Squirrel Kickstarter, which I don't know if you guys knew or not, but Spider Squirrel is an FSK title. Um, Look at this! Look at what just happens to be on my shirt right now. Thank God you <laughs> had a shirt underneath that. <laughs> Look at that! Uh, so this is Trash Panda and a character from Emerald Quest. His name is Noble. He's like our tortured soul character. Uh, he's a bounty hunter who really roams the realms by himself, and he looks for the biggest, the most dangerous quest to handle. And nobody knows why he does that. Uh, he's mm. a very silent person, but he his actions speak for him. Uh, so I figured these two characters would have fun together. At a he would a trash panda would be able to get Noble to come out of shell for mm. a night of drinks. Okay. What's that? What's that third one though? What's that third uh, picture down there? Uh, this one is for the. Oh, I'm clicking on the dang wrong screen. Uh, this one is for the Miss Medusa and FSK crossover Ooh. print. Uh, did, did you draw that on chat and draw? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I remember. Uh, Marky. Marky in the class of Miss Medusa, but also Marky has her blade up to Miss Medusa's neck. Uh, if you pledge to the Miss Medusa. Uh, Monstrous Madre Kickstarter and the FSK uh, Emerald Quest Kickstarter, you'll get this print for free as well. Right. Uh, two, those are two like of my favorite prints that I've done so far on FS on Chat and Draw. And I love it. this, yeah, thank you, I appreciate that. Uh, Veronica Smith did the colors on. No, no, I'm sorry, Fish Lee did the colors on this one. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the colorist on Charlie's, on the one Charlie and I did, but it's one of Charlie's people. I'll get their name here in a second. And what I'm about to show you right now is Seth DeMoose is our new ongoing artist for Emerald West. Oh, what? He was supposed to start with issue four, but due to several conversations I've had with LaShawn, the editorial team, and Danny Cooper, we decided we're going to redraw issue two. Um, that while it's done, there there's just some things in there that are not comparable to the story that we're trying to tell. Um, mm, okay. Art-wise, because we have three different artists on there who are all fantastic, but it doesn't it, there's no cohesion with three different artists on that book. Um, so we have Seth actually started on issue two. I love um, his work. 
and Seth is phenomenal. So I'm actually giving mm-hmm. you guys a first time look at those pages with Ooh. Seth and our new colorist on there, Whitney Cook. That's Ooh. dope. That's nice. Oh, this is issue three of Emerald Quest. No, issue two. Issue, issue two. two of Emerald Quest. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when can we expect this to come out then? Um, actually, it's going to come out. Um, so our our release schedule and plan is to come out with new content every three months. And um, so we got five. We're dropping five star number one in um, January. Re-release, uh-huh. re-release, but it's the FSK edition. Um, well, so fish, fish redrew it, right? Fish redrew it. Yeah. Okay. Fish redrew it, so it's the FSK edition. Um, five stars officially a part of the FSK universe. Um, issue eleven of Hotshot is dropping December third at FSK Day, so you guys can get that right after oh. you get your issue ten. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. You're not gonna you're not gonna hop over that. You're not gonna hop over that. You're not gonna hop over that without me asking a question. So five star, you said five star is officially part of the FSK verse. Hold up, hold up, hold up, I'll run back. (laughs) Yeah, he said five star is officially part of FSK verse. Nah, does that mean no, that's not new. But we just talked earlier about all these books connecting to the zero Mm -hmm. event, right? Now I've read Hot Shot number. I've read Five Star number one, mm-hmm. and it didn't say anything about the Zero event. There were no Easter eggs for that because it, it wasn't part of the FSK verse at the time. So when I reread Five Star number one, the re-release, yeah, am I going to see something different? Yes, you are completely. Mm-hmm. Huh? See, I didn't know uh, about that part. Tony Clapper, Danny Cooper, and I, we have been in a lot of meetings to figure out how to integrate five star into the verse because that's tony wanted to be a part of the verse he didn't want to just come under fsk um we love the five star character and we actually think five star is a great fit um mm-hmm. for our roster um we have this competition we're going to be building up this competition between vigilance and five star um we have like some language in there that because like five star you know remember five star is actually the rating for their superhero mm-hmm. system yeah, yeah. Well, we <clears throat> well we have a different rating system in the fsk verse Mm-hmm. But we figured out how to get around that, so we use both of them, and it's you know we think it's a funny inside joke. We hope other people do too. Vigilance but... gonna be a six star. She got to be six. <laughs> she got to be a six star. Uh, Vigilance, <clears throat> Vigilance a bad mama jamma. I don't know. Hey. Be tough. dude, I can't. I can't wait for this freaking emergence to come out because we we about to do some, we about to do some things. But um, very happy and excited to have five star in. So. You guys, so we did the stretch goal. Let me, I want to make sure I did this right. We did the stretch goal for the Hotshot Trade Kickstarter. So that means that everybody got a physical copy of Hotshot 10, which is right here in my hand. We were able to pick that up. Okay. We, we got the number 10s. Uh, trade 1 is done. And I'm just waiting for Trade 2 to be done. And then I'm going to start shipping. Uh, <clears throat> so then we were like, you know what? It's been a while since we came out with some comics, man. And we got we we got new creators on here and stuff like that. Let's just drop Hot Shot Eleven in December. It's done. It's you know the I just finished the pencils. Um, it's being inked and colored and lettered at the same time. Uh, Lori's actually almost done with the ink. She only got one more page left. Um, and Veronica's got like ten pages colored already. So nice. that's coming out in December. Five Star is starting off our 2022 year off with Five Star Number One, the FSK edition uh, Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Then in March. In March, we'll be celebrating, which is why I said this was a cheat earlier, if you guys remember. We'll be celebrating our 25th issue as FSK. 
25 yeah, comic books produced and published by FSK with Vigilance number four. So that's going to be our number 25 celebration issue. Uh, and then Emerald Quest is coming out after that, but we're only doing a two-week Kickstarter for that, um, for issue number two. And then we have, um, we still have Spider Squirrel, because I believe Charlie's almost done with issue three. Uh, mm-hmm. We have Tajusu Gates that's coming out um, through Cypher. Tajusu Gates. Yeah, that's coming out with the uh, that's coming out with the Vigilance Four Kickstarter. Um, I've already started getting the variant covers done for Vigilance Four. Um, I figured out what I'm doing with mine, so competition, be ready. Uh, <laughs> it's always about that competition, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and we've we've actually got our books, our release schedule planned to the end of December next year. Awesome. Nice. All right. Now, what is this that you're sharing? Oh, so this is actually so we we are um, releasing um, the source book number two with our Emerald Quest Kickstarter, and this is an inside look at the source book. Uh, if you guys remember the last source book, it's our character book um, that gives mm-hmm. you character information stuff like that. But mm-hmm. we try to elevate that. We don't want want it to just be a cut and dry character book. We tie it into the actual story that's happening at FSK. The last one, issue number one was tied into Heroes International and it's actually got to do with their budget and how they're getting money um, to fund Heroes International, um, which we'll be connecting that. So we did Heroes International 3 and technically it goes source book number one and then back to Heroes International 4. So this one, we're doing Emerald Quest and I won't reveal the connection or whatnot um, until you read the book, but it is tied to the first issue and Queen Alexia doing what she does in the first issue of Emerald Quest. And these are some of the interior pages that were put together by our intern, um, Michelle. She did the whole layout with the trees and the magic pool, pools of water. With the and, Photoshop um, skills. I see The you. Photoshop skills are uh, massive. All right. Uh, she just, you know, and she used the current artwork that we have to fill these pools. But just giving you information on the characters of Emerald Quest uh, for the first issue to get you started off right and knowing who these people are. Nice. That's nice, man. That's beautiful work. Yeah, she was fantastic, man. She was um she was a great intern. Um we had her um doing an internship during, during I love how he just throws that out there. I have an intern. Like yeah. it's no big deal, you know. I have uh, an he's intern. Been, he's been doing that for you. He's been doing that for you. <laughs> it's just I have an intern. Like mother mother we got an intern for that. Um, <laughs> I got interns call my kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. CCAD is a great school, and I, you know, again, I'm cheating, man. Uh, I, I, you know, there's some paper. I went and checked the paperwork there. They do an internship fair each year, and I can fill out the paperwork. I can add everything that they ask for on that paperwork. I, I have, and you know, now we're LLC officially, so that helps. But prior to that, before us being actually incorporated, it's just a worksheet you have to fill out, and I had the work. I had all the hours for them. I knew exactly what I wanted the interns to do. So. As long as you know, as long as that was going on, and I could you know justify the work, we got interns. Nice, very nice. love it. All right, man. Well, I mean, that's most of our time. Uh, do you oh, yeah, have any yeah, other yeah. questions for him? No, man. Um, what are you what are you reading now, um, Mike? Are you are you reading, or are you too busy uh too busy working to read anything these days? The outside of indie is outside of indie books. Uh, oh, outside of your indie, books, uh, indie, it, uh, yeah. Indie no, no, I'm talking about I read Jaws books. I read like. I, I get my comics off of Kickstarter now. I, yeah. I've, I've barely touched the mainstream book. The only thing that I'm reading mainstream faithfully is My Hero Academia, and that thing gives me that thing gives me love every. Oh God, 
I'm Man. about. I think I'm three weeks behind, so I get to read three issues um, today. But okay. My Hero Academia is everything of what superheroes used to be. Like what I love about the, it. You go see the new movie? Not yet. Uh, I got I got Thursday and Friday off for my day job this coming up week, and my my wife and I are just spending Thursday at the movies all day, and then I'll be mm-hmm. going Friday with my kids. I saw Eternals last night. We're supposed to be um, me and Stephanie, my, my middle daughter. She's the she's the anime nerd in the house. So uh, we're going to go see My Hero Academia tonight, hopefully. Yeah, I'm trying to see it next week for sure. Um, I just, I literally just got back from California last night for the day gig. And then I'm after this wait, show. Wait, 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 wait. You were just in California? Yeah. Where were you? I was in Irvine. Oh, okay. Never mind. That's too far away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in Irvine. And um, after I got off the show with you guys, I'm going to go ride up to Cleveland with my sister to pick up my mom so she can stay with us for a few days and hang out with the family and stuff. And nice. uh, I got a small, small, small show tomorrow at uh, at a school that's doing a STEM fair or, or whatnot. So I won't have any time to go to the movies this weekend. Yeah. Sad because I definitely want to see Eternals. I want to see My Hero Academia. I want to see uh, the James Bond movie. Um, hey, Ghostbusters. I don't, I don't know about maybe maybe Mike is the uh, hardest working man in comics these days. Maybe maybe <laughs> I, I can't take the title because Mike Mike don't even got time to go see my hair academia. I know I know he working hard. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Like you say, uh, I, I got enough stuff to send the inboxes, but then I still have stuff to reveal on shelves. Y'all don't know half the shit that Victor Andrews is working on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, tell the folks where they can find you and where they can find your Kickstarter. All right, you guys can find our Kickstarter at fskgo.com. Um, and you know what? Just because I love these guys and I appreciate them bringing me on their platform and they're awesome creators and individuals, you can also go ahead and get an early sneak. Go, go get an early look, fsknow.com. That's our official website. Um, if you if you guys order something, I'll ship that shit. I'll, I'll go ahead and do that. I'll do that for you, even though we're not launching it yet. Um, there you go. That there, there is the exclusive for y'all show, fsknow.com. Um, but the Go website is where our Kickstarter lives and breathes right now. We're at 3166 Thank you for the dono. Kyron, appreciate it. Um, we got 16 days left on that Kickstarter. Uh, obviously, the more money we get, the more we can do with the comic books. And I'm trying to get the fourth issue. Well, we're immediately going to roll into the fourth issue once um, Seth is done with the second issue or whatnot. But uh, you can find me on all social media as Most Epic Art. And I have to shout out Danny J. Quick because I just got my first uh, – Dollar dono from TikTok after oh, persevering, nice. thousand followers finally, and I finally got somebody at TikTok to give me some money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <hilarious. laughs> you know it's it's all about being consistent and and keep doing it. And uh, you know I can't I can't replicate what Danny J Quick does on TikTok because he's hilarious on there. So you yeah. know I got to do my own thing or whatnot. But finally. Finally, some money from TikTok. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it happened eventually, man. Hey, uh, that's hilarious. I love it. I love it. What about right. you, Kyron? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at touristcomics.com. Um, I am on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Taurus Comics. Uh, check out my comic books there. There, you know, that's it. I, I'm on TikTok too, but uh, I don't remember what my TikTok name is though. Kyron forty nine. I know. Thank you. Oh, okay. Are you stalking me? I see. All right. All right, Tandy. What about you? Where can we find your stuff? 
Um, if you're looking for me, our website is www.fourthwallpros.com. That's where you can get all our comics. And um, if you want to find me on social media, it's at the Ace Blade on all of the social media platforms. Nice. We appreciate you coming on, Mike. Man, we have I always have a good time talking to you, man. Um, I, I love guys. talking to you guys. So thank you for bringing. Awesome. All right. Well, everybody, thank you again for joining us on the live stream. Um, if you haven't, please go to our website for talespodcast.com. Make sure you're signed up there for YouTube, Twitter, and all that to get notifications of when our next episode will be, which right, we actually have an uh, episode next week, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, with a book called O Kingdom Come. So that's going to be our second to last episode for the season. And then we'll come back in uh, January 2022. Yeah, 2000, is it 2022 already? God, yeah, damn. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, thank you everybody for hanging out with us. Um, until next time, sayonara, goodbye, and please take care of yourselves. Music provided by Quick Minute. That's Q U I X K M A D E I T. Find them on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. I want to know what it is Quick is trying to say. Oh, 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 oh,